So one question that a lot of people have been wondering about and asking, even those that are working on the um, Sonic uh, sequel, Sonic, the Sonic movie sequel, Sonic 2, um, the one question I'm sure they've been asking themselves and asking around about uh, when you know it comes to mind or when it's brought up, along with those, like I said, that are you know part of the fan base and those that talk about movies and video games is why? Why do fans want Sally Acorn in uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, or at least in the mid to post credit scenes of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie sequel? And I think the reason being is real simple. You see, even before it was a even before the movie came out, it was being rumored and talked about that we were going to get a second movie, a second movie, you know, following it. You know, despite the box office that it would bring in, we were potentially, if not, you know, all but confirmed, going to get a sequel. And a lot of us pretty much knew that okay, we're going to get a sequel. We're probably going to get Tails in there. And lo and behold, the mid or post-credit scene at the end of the first movie pretty much confirms that. And now, recently, with the uh, title, the little teaser trailer with the title and everything, and the release date confirmed, yeah, it's pretty much a done deal. But as far as Sally goes, and the reason you know fans would want to see her show up in the mid to post-credit scenes of the second one is mainly because of the fact that one it would show that the movie franchise unlike the video game franchise uh, of Sonic or at least the movie portion of the franchise unlike the video game portion of it is endless it is unlimited it's boundless and it proves that anyone that's been part of the Sonic franchise in its over 30 in its 30 year history going to be over 30 years next year uh, can show up. I mean, it all. I mean, this fact, in a way, was kind of proven already with the first film. I mean, you know, they didn't have to create. When you think about it, they didn't have to create Longclaw as Sonic's, you know, guardian. They didn't have to create this all new original character in the movie and make her Sonic's guardian. You know, at the start, they didn't have to do that, but they did. You know. They could, because honestly, they could have easily just said, okay, Sonic is traveling, he falls through a portal, he's a, and here he is on Earth. No. They gave him, they told an origin story somewhat of, you know, how he was as a baby, or how he was as a kid, and who was his guardian, because of his special ability. You know, his special powers and stuff. And again, they didn't have to do that, but they did. So, who's to say that they can't bring in Sally Acorn to be part of the movie portion of the franchise down the line in a mid to post credit scene at the end of the second movie. There's not obviously nothing. There's nothing out there that says they can't do that. And there's a lot of people that will watch this video and agree with that. Because, I mean, you look at what they're doing at WandaVision and people are pretty much you know, saying, oh, well, they can't bring in this character, oh, they won't reference this, or they won't do that. And guess what? Just when you think they won't, they end up doing something exactly like it, if not identical, if not the exact thing. They end up doing exactly what you think they won't do, or somewhat allude, or somewhat identical to it. So, again, who's to say they won't, who's to say, you know, the people behind the Sonic the Hedgehog movie franchise and the second movie period won't decide, hey, fans want Sally Acorn? They got this hashtag rally for Sally thing going, it's big. 
you know, let's bring her in. Let's put her into the mid to post credit scene. I mean, it's like I've said before. Who's to say that, you know, in a mid to post credit scene, we won't see Tails and Sonic communicating with somebody on the other side, and before they could say, okay, we'll see, we'll talk to you or see you soon, you know, before and before they could say the name, it cuts off because of the communication weakening or the, you know, the uh, the signal weakening or whatever, and then we see the figure that steps out out of the shadows, of the shadowy silhouette, being none other than Sally Acorn. Who's to say, you know, that won't happen because it could. And this is, and again, this goes back to what I was just talking about. The fact that it would show that the movie portion of the franchise is a lot more different than the, um, than the video game portion because of the fact that it's unlimited, it's boundless. I mean... There's a lot of fans that pretty much expect the likes of Amy Rose, Rouge the Bat, you know, Shadow, you know, uh, the Chaotix possibly, you know, Vanilla, Cream, Blaze, you know, Silver. There's a lot of people that expect those video game playable characters of the Sonic, fran of the Sonic franchise to show up in the movies, you know, in this movie franchise that they're planning, which is a number of movies besides the second one. They expect them to show up because, you know, they're in the games. But if you bring in someone like Sally Acorn to be part of that, one again, one it shows that the movie franchise, the movie portion of the franchise, is completely un off, is completely unlimited, and nothing's off limits, and anybody could show up. It also, in a way, helps promote what the synopsis of the Netflix Sonic Prime series is going to be about, and that's multi universes, because some characters that people want to see in that. One of them just happens to be, or out of, the, out of all the characters fans want to see in that, one of them just happens to be Sally. So who's to say that her showing up in a post to mid credit scene at the end of Sonic 2 wouldn't help not only promote that perspective, but also show that the movie franchise, or the movie portion of the franchise, will, allow, will showcase everything about Sonic, all aspects of Sonic, and bring in certain characters that fans, you know, would hope for, but in reality would not expect, but then all of a sudden, surprise, surprise, here they are. So, this is why, so basically, in my honest opinion, that's why they would want to see her in there, because one, in reality, it would be unexpected, it would basically be being like, hey, you know, it's throwing us a curveball, like, we don't expect it, but all of a sudden, here it is, it's like, you got us, you, you didn't, you made us think one thing, but you get, you made, but you did something else. So, you know, so honestly, it could happen. And nowadays, you know, Hollywood is known and the people behind, what I'm trying to say is nowadays Hollywood and mostly the people behind these kind of movies are known for throwing us those kind of curveballs and being like, yeah, you thought that, but he, but surprise, surprise, we got you. But yeah, it would, again, it would also kind of basically acknowledge, basically expand the overall lore of the Sonic franchise, mostly thanks to the movie portion of it, by adding her in. And, you know, she can, and guess what? If she's the only non-playable game character, if you will, that appears in the movie, so be it. Again, going back to Longclaw, they didn't have to bring her in, and before they added her to the mobile games, she was non-playable. You know, she was an original character. They didn't have to create her, but they did. So, to me, I think... So to me, the possibility of Sally showing up as part of the a mid to post credit scene at the end of Sonic 2, it's still up in the air, 
but again, it would show uh, it would show the entire world that the Sonic franchise, mostly the movie portion, unlike the games, unlike the video game portion, the video games portion, the movie portion is unlimited, and that anybody, anybody could show up and be part of the movies, you know, going forward, and her showing up in a post mid credit scene at the end of Sonic 2, I think would confirm that, and again, it would help expand the movie universe of Sonic, the movie-verse of Sonic, even more so, especially if you're planning, you know, to create and release several movies afterwards when it comes to the Sonic movie, the Sonic Cinematic Universe, if you know what I mean. But what do you guys think? What are your thoughts on potentially, you know, the possibility that Sally, you know, that fans want... Uh, again, actually, let me correct myself. In closing, let me ask you guys this. What are your thoughts on fans wanting to see Sally in a mid-to-post-credit scene at the end of Sonic 2? And do you think it could, you know, basically cement that the movie franchise, the movie portion of the Sonic franchise, the movie-verse, is unlimited, it's boundless, and that anybody from any portion of the Sonic franchise, the history of the Sonic franchise, could show up. Let me know what your guys' thoughts are down below. Comment if you like. I'd love to hear from each and every one of you, especially in the live chat during the premiere. And I will talk to you all later. God bless. Take care. But let me know what your thoughts are. Because, hey, if Longclaw can be made, may be made as an original character for the movie before being put into the mobile games, who's to say Sally can't show up? But let me know what your thoughts are down below, and I will talk to you all later.